so I slept on my side and at 4 a.m. I woke up and I could not feel my entire right leg. I could not feel it when I was touching it and I couldn't move it. Like in my mind, I felt like I was moving my toes and nothing was happening. everyone, welcome to the Problems We Face podcast. My name is Beatty and today I am joined by Ava. So just a little disclaimer, this is our third time recording this. The first one was just really bad. I didn't talk enough apparently. <laughs> she didn't, I would say I something. I was tired. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, and then the second one was really good and we were really excited, but then I got the spinning wheel of death on my computer and it deleted everything. And we're not going to talk about that. No. So Ava just... Beatty's <laughs> in a mood now. <laughs> Apologies if this sounds screwed. I promise you it's not. We've just said these jokes and conversations three times, but you'll only hear it once. So laugh the first time you hear it, please. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Good one. All right. So throughout this podcast, obviously the aim is to connect people with other people that have faced similar problems and also just like raise awareness for the little things that people struggle with daily. But in between those episodes, I'm going to be interspersing. <laughs> Last time we said that, Ava had to check if that was a word because she didn't believe me. It was a word. Anyway, I'll be interspersing some of my story. So today, everyone, is my hip replacement experience because I know everyone is just dying to hear about that, right? Yes. Right. Okay. So all of you that are just currently awaiting a hip replacement, this I know that's how most of you. Through. You know, maybe some of you like check back in 60 years and <laughs> you can relate to this. Anyways. Okay. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Ava. I'm Ava. I'm 17 and my favorite animal is a dog. <laughs> Before we start also, let's talk a little bit about our friendship, just like how we became friends. Yeah. So ninth grade, I'd say is when we became closer. She used me for my elevator key. Yeah. yeah. They gave Beatty a key to the elevator at school and we spent a lot of time in there together because I'm lazy and didn't want to take the stairs. Um, but yeah, we... We also had a free period together. Oh, right. We had, we've had free periods. I keep saying we've had free periods every year of high school, but like, I guess our free period this year was more of just like... It was PE class. It was PE and but the I didn't PE take. we hung out together. Right. Because I didn't take... Hashtag disabled, hashtag can't run. Hey, I can run now. Actually, she can. Last we played weekend, tag the other day. We did play tag and it was the highlight of my life. It was so fun. It was fun. We should play tag more often. We should. Everybody play tag more often. Anyway, major improvements happening with Beanie. <laughs> Big things coming your way. Big things coming soon, guys. You don't want to be. season two dropping <laughs> 2021. So that was kind of the beginning of our friendship. And then obviously my disease, I had it for about a year and a half. And then last summer or September, I went to my rheumatologist and I thought I was doing really well. And then she was like, well, let's see about that. And so she tested my mobility and she got to my hips and she was like, well, I think you need to get those checked out. And lo and behold, they were beyond repair. So she recommended to me a orthopedic surgeon and then the foundation I work with for advocacy recommended me to a orthopedic surgeon. So I saw those two people in the coming months and kind of got ready for my hip replacement. Fun fact, my parents found out they got the call about the x-rays results on like a Tuesday and didn't tell me until Sunday because my dad was in New York and they wanted to tell me together because they didn't know how I would oh, respond. Oh, interesting. And then I... Another we, reason to hate Tuesdays. <laughs> literally. That was another thing that we talked about in the last last take of this is that we're very similar. Like we hate Tuesdays for the same reason. Which is like, the, it's the it's most like bizarre, the stupid, stupid It's reason. just because we used to have... we had 
previous extracurriculars on Tuesday that we both didn't like. Anyway, very similar. So I remember sitting, we have like a sunroom in my house and my parents were sitting on the couch and they were like, we have something to tell you. And I was like, oh dear. Who died? <laughs> you know and when like, your parents like, get that voice and you're like, oh God. It was that. Like- <laughs> and then they were like, you need your hips placed. And I was like, fun. Thank goodness. Because these ones are not good. I went to the first doctor in October, maybe. We took x-rays and his big thing was that I should wait because my hips never looked the way that they felt and the way that they were in per- like were actually on the x-rays. Which was so, that they felt much worse in person than the x-rays showed. Right. So he couldn't tell how bad they were. And so he was like, well, you know, if you just make it to 20, like bear it, make it through college, then it'll be better because you'll get your hips replaced less often in your life. Because hips only last for what, like 30 to 40 years. So worst case scenario, I'll have to get my hip, well, not worst case scenario, but on the bad end, I would have to get my hips replaced like three times in my lifetime, but hopefully it'll only be once or twice. This doctor was like, if you wait till 20, you'll have to get your hips replaced probably twice instead of three mm-hmm. times or right. about that. He was also a very conservative, he took a conservative approach to the surgery. So his process was going to be 12 weeks long. So I would go off my meds for a month because my meds are immunosuppressants. So you can't be on them when you're in surgery recovering because it lowers your ability to recover. So go off your meds for a month, one hip, wait a month, another hip, and then four more weeks before you can go on your meds. And then, yeah, I just didn't want to take up my whole summer. And I'm a very like, it is what it is kind of person. So I'm usually like, when I found out I needed my hips replaced, I was like, all right, this is exciting. Like it'll make it better. But he did not tell me what I wanted to hear. And so I was just really upset. And I got into the elevator afterwards and my mom was like, oh, are you okay? Like, and I was like, none of this is okay. And that's coming from a person who never admits they're not okay and always (laughs) tries to just do everything. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I got over it really quickly and I think I called Ava and I just got the whole rundown that her mom got just a few hours later while she was still quite angry. Ultimately, he said, I'll do it for you if you want, but my advice to you is to wait. And that was kind of, it was frustrating. It wasn't what I wanted to hear. And a little fun fact is that my, so my first doc took a very conservative approach. Like when I got sick, I went to this rheumatologist and she, so for medicine, the optimal period in which it works is different for each one. So for example, my first medicine, the optimal period was like nine months. So instead of waiting five months, realizing it didn't work and then stopping it and starting a different one, wait the nine months just to make sure it never worked. It was kind of kind of a bad system and I think that maybe if we hadn't been so conservative in our approaches early on I would never have needed to get my hips replaced right because your hips weren't getting so bad weren't a result of your arthritis necessarily it's (gasps) because of like the medicines not working right like and the fluids staying in my joints and disrupting them for longer that's the other thing so I don't know if you guys heard in the last episode I talked a lot about the coincidences of my life or my sickness I forgot about one of them but one of them was I used to go see a massage therapist (laughs) sorry carry on (laughs) because what else was I gonna do sit in hot tubs I did that too. Anyway, so I went and saw her and I still could move my hips for the first year. And she was like, wow, your hips are like the only thing that's unaffected. And I was like, yeah, is it like, I know that's so true. Well, jinx that one because they're the worst in the end. Another one you told me about was how when you moved into your house, Mm -hmm. the only shower in your house Mm -hmm. is the one you ended up with, with like a handle, I guess, in it. Like BD needed that very much so Mm -hmm. when she showered. Right. cool. And then I think I went and saw the second doctor in December of 2019 and he saw the x-rays I took, came in, tried to move my hips and was like, all right, when do you want to get them done? And I was like, tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. 
Can you tell I've told that joke three times? It's still funny the third time through. It's still funny. <laughs> anyway, he was totally receptive to my ideas. And like I told him that I couldn't even cross my legs and he was very ready to do it almost immediately or whenever he had time. And I feel he like that's said, something, sorry. Go ahead. That's something that was like different. I don't know. You, you were able to tell this doctor things you didn't mm-hmm. tell other doctors. He was so nice. And he told me that they would do it in a four week process so that I'd go off my medicine for two weeks, get both done on the same day, be able to walk the next day or the day after that, and then go back on my medicine two weeks post-op and pretty much be able to have my summer like he was not worried about the recovery process at all yeah another funny thing is that going back to like what i couldn't do i couldn't get down on the ground by myself (laughs) and so marina used to do this too when i was sick but also when i went back to school ava so in convocation or like all school assembly we would sit in like a gymnasium i think the juniors and seniors at the time would be in the bleachers and so we had to sit on the gym floor (laughs) it was like a trust fall like she put her hands straight out and then i like trust pulled back except i would just be be lowered to the ground that yeah. way. Say so by the end they got pretty good. Only dropped you like three or four times. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> well, because normally they gave you like a chair. Just like BD in a chair above everyone else sitting on the ground. <laughs> and, then, and then they stopped. They and were like, they... eh, to the floor she goes. <laughs> Who cares about her anymore? That was quite a time. I wonder if anyone ever saw us and wondered what we were doing or noticed that. That's I never thought about that. For some reason it was just like, all right. Yeah, it was just BD something... onto the floor now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and back up. <laughs> and then when convocation ended and everyone like scurried out, I was like, wait, wait for me. Ew. Again, if you saw me during that time, no, you didn't. Yeah, I went to that doctor. He scheduled the surgery for six months out, June 9th. And then I kind of just went on with my life, put a countdown on my phone and, you know, continued. And countdown to the party. <laughs> I didn't have the premium, so it didn't give me an option to like write in my event. So I chose between like birthday party or event. So it said countdown to the party. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have an option for hip replacement. <laughs> countdown to my hip replacement. <laughs> Woohoo! It was a lot of fun emojis. That was a good countdown. I enjoyed that one. Oh my gosh, and we had a hip hip hooray party. We did have a hip hip hooray party. That was really <laughs> ironic. That was kind of funny. Um, anyway. It was a good pun. I totally stole it from Izzy Wukar. I know. But... Izzy Wukar totally made that one up, but I'll pretend like I did. Anyway, yeah. So there was just like all these things that I did that were... It was just me. Compensating? Yeah. I had my different life because I made it a way that worked for me, but it was obviously like very different than the normal lifestyle, but I just didn't really see that. Anyway, going back to the conservative doctor thing or just like coincidences, I am on this medicine now called Zeljans and it's a pill and a lot of the medications before for arthritis are needles and I hated needles before. And so I saw this infomercial on my TV in like 2018 and I told my doctor, I was like, hey, do you think we could try Zeljans? And obviously they didn't take my advice. (laughs) Did you see some infomercial that's like, (laughs) side effects may include death, (laughs) like worse arthritis. And it's like, put me on it. Please, it's not a needle. Oh, yeah, it also wasn't approved for people under 18. Did it eventually get approved and that's why you could use it? Or you just decided to use it? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. A lot of the arthritis medications aren't approved for people Uh, under 18 because people are not arthritic under 18. Well, except for you. Some people are. I'm so special, clearly. But anyway, I asked them to put me on it and they didn't just because obviously, why would they? And then a year and a half later, my new rheumatologist 
recommended it. And so we said yes. And it was the only medication that worked. And, you know, maybe there's all these what ifs, right? Like I have no idea how my disease onset, like why onset. I can always speculate. So maybe, just maybe if I had done it then, like I wouldn't need to get my hips replaced or I wouldn't have my missing joint in one of my fingers. But that's just pure like speculation. I don't know if that's actually true. So in between my hip replacement appointments, so in between doctors before I was deciding, Ava and I talked a lot about like risk and reward. And we actually talked a lot about the surgery in advisory, which I don't really know why. I think it was just a big part of my life and we talked about each other's events. Do you want to speak a little bit on that? Yeah. So I guess Beatty and I just talked about this a lot, but Mm -hmm. I guess something that she liked about the second doctor was that he realized how much for Beatty the reward outweighed the risk Mm -hmm. and that like life would become so much easier for her after she got her hips replaced that the risks of like uh, the first doctor for some reason was very like, oh, if we hit a nerve, Mm -hmm. you could Mm -hmm. end up with a limp leg. Like That scared me so bad. I think the first doctor was kind of really scaring her with all the different risks but the second doctor like obviously he's a very progressive doctor if he was planning on doing it in four weeks but he didn't even mention specific risks right like he didn't reason me out of it if that makes sense it does make sense so I think just the second doctor was the one that they went with and I think I continued going to school January, Feb, February and then in March quarantine hit obviously like corona has not been especially when we were in like strict strict lockdown was not fun but and definitely not helpful to yeah, not helpful for the world. But for Beatty, <laughs> Beatty's world, it was great. <laughs> Basically, Just since... in terms of my medical health. Yeah, yeah. I think at that time, sort of Beatty's ability to walk and do everyday tasks was getting a lot harder for her. Mm-hmm. And so basically... It was just, it was nice that I didn't have to wake up and go to school every day because, I mean, that was hard. Like, walking around was just something I did. It was just something... She kind of had to. Like, right, I had to, but it was still... Do you ever have to get those tears when you're crying? Last time we talked about this but you ever get those tears where you're like not crying but tears just fall out of pure pain last time ava (laughs) i was like yeah when you're laughing so hard you start crying totally know what you mean (laughs) and i was like yep that's the same thing (laughs) you're right me comparing beanie's tears of pain to (laughs) me laughing so hard i mean honestly they're interchangeable Totally. Totally. Yeah, for sure. For sure. (laughs) Anyway. Also, what ended up happening then was because most people who are getting hip replacements are really old. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Because most people who are getting hip replacements are older. Yes. They didn't really want, like, they're higher risk for COVID. And so they didn't want these older people in the hospital. So BD got pushed way up in the surgery schedule. Yeah. Which was a lot of time. And one day... Her family just got a phone call. I don't know why I'm telling this part of the story when it's totally you, but... (laughs) No, because I called you that day, so go on. Oh, true. True, true. Okay. One day, her family just got a phone call, and the doctor was like, want to do your hip surgery two weeks from today? And she was like, absolutely, yes, I do. (laughs) Matter of fact, that day, she went off her Mm -hmm. meds, and I remember you called me, and you were just... I think... I think I was just shocked. Like You were shocked, but also so excited. Yeah. Like... I think I feel like I'd be terrified. I'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, well, I think that the thing is like. You were so ready to get your hips replaced. Yeah. Like, if I think he was it's like, just, do it today, you'd be like, okay, I'm coming. The thing about hip surgery is that everyone that I've. It's not like knee surgery. Knee surgery is hard to recover from. Knee surgery takes a lot of therapy. And everything I had heard about hip surgery was that it was an incredibly easy recovery. Mm-hmm. Right? Especially so, when you're 16. Right. And I was like in good physical health otherwise. Like, I have muscle. You know what I mean? Like, it was. It yeah, was, yeah. Whatever. Even though I didn't really have the right muscles because I didn't use any of the muscle, the correct muscles to walk. 
Anyways, I was very lucky. Literally all of my problems were fixed within that surgery. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think it's when you electively get plastic surgery. Like it's nerve wracking, but you're electively doing it. Like you want to do it. It's going to fix something for you. Yeah, like you know. It got me out of pain. I think it was just the risk reward thing. And also I had had my endoscopy where I had to go under. I had been under general anesthesia and I had realized that I go to sleep and then I wake up and it's over. I don't have to wait through the process, right? So the surgery, I knew that I wasn't, nothing big was going to happen. It was just like going to sleep. Mm -hmm. So before we talk about the actual process of the surgery and that, talk about what happened during quarantine and like the little things you picked up on. Because that's funny because I never like thought that you picked up on that. Yeah, I only told Vidi this the other day. It just kind of like popped into my head. But basically going back a little, Vidi and I had a very serious Fortnite phase. (laughs) We got to level 100. (laughs) And we were so good. Well. (laughs) Leave it at we were so good. We were really good. (laughs) We're really good. Okay, so Beatty's house, how it's set up, her Xbox is in like a room upstairs, a very steep flight of steps, which you can tell it's like, it just looks steep and like- It's steep for anyone. It's steep for anyone let alone someone who's like getting their hips replaced. So basically when I would call me out. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Yeah. So the stairs are really steep and there would be times when I'd call Beatty and I'd be like, hey, want to play Fortnite? And most of the time she'd be like, yep. And she'd hop up the steps and we'd go play. And by hop, she means take 10 minutes to get up them. But I did it. I endured. Leave it as hop. It sounds cool. If any of you. (laughs) Definitely (laughs) didn't put her phone down and butt (laughs) scoot. When I couldn't get it's up, okay, the, when I couldn't walk up the stairs, I would sit on, um, sit down on the stairs and lift my way up the stairs. I don't know if any of you have ever done that for fun, but that was the main, main. I'm pretty sure I went up the stairs like that every day as a kid. Yeah. No, you know what I'd do? I'd crawl like really fast. And, like, <laughs> I'd be like a turtle, like, like extremely slow. Sloth. Sloth. Most days I would go up, I would get up and I would be able yeah, to go up. Yeah, most days then. it wouldn't be like a problem or anything and she'd just mm-hmm. go play, we'd go play Fortnite for hours on end. But as <laughs> the months went on. Yeah, as the time went on and sort of these hips started getting worse and like she had more bad days, I guess, where like her hips were just really bothering her. She, I'd get some excuses. And it wasn't even, <laughs> well, hold, it wasn't even like every, I don't think there was a day where I wasn't in pain, but there would be like days where the pain, like I couldn't. It just, you were in more pain. Yeah, like I just, I like couldn't manage to go upstairs. Yeah. And so I think on those days, Beatty being the person she is and just not liking people to know <laughs> the pain she's going through and hiding that very well. Not past me, though, because I'm just so smart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She'd just be like, yeah, like we can play later. I have to go. Do my laundry. Do my laundry. Do I flight to down go. the other stairs. Definitely doing that. I have to go, like, make lunch. I have to go walk my chameleon. (laughs) Go bedazzle my (laughs) turtle. Moral of the story is I would make up these excuses. Just like I said, I would maneuver my life so that it worked for me. And I don't think a lot of people caught on to it. But obviously, obviously someone did. We also used to do, like, these baking competitions. or Which weren't really competitions. But basically, we would make things. But Ava's would be elaborate. Not really. (laughs) Yes, they were. Sometimes she made pretty, like, elaborate things. And they'd take, like, two hours to make. And And mine would be, like... Baking championship, hear this and hire me. <laughs> Mine would be maybe 20 minutes. Taking a cup. <laughs> but it was because I'm not sure why, but cooking was one of the things that aggravated my hips the most. Well, it was because you said standing mm-hmm. was like really hard for you, where like you could walk further amounts than you could just 
stand. Yeah. Because, I don't know. Just I'm not really sure why. Anyway, basically fast forward five days out from surgery. You have to stop all pain medications, right? And so I stopped them and I stopped my Zeljans. You so, were off your So meds I was with- off those. So my arthritis was kind of flaring. And I was off pain meds, which meant I wasn't like I was in pain from all this flaring. So it was just all around not a good combination. And the night before surgery was the worst experience of my life because I could not walk. I made this. It was actually my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, Juju. <laughs> and I I made this video of me doing all these things. That, like, this is me sitting down on the ground and like trying to cross my legs. That it's video. To be before and after, but now she won't show it to anyone. No, that video literally will never see the light of day. <laughs> like, I will not even show it to my parents. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. She's like, and this is how I cross my legs. Lifts her leg up an inch and binds it back. So I made that video and you have to use this Dove body wash that's like the bar of soap. And I thought it felt so sticky and I was in pain. So I was really mean to everyone around me. Yeah. And you're telling me (laughs) she wasn't mean to me. Actually, she was mean to like her mom. (laughs) But and then they give you these giant like wipes that you have that are antibacterial and you have to wipe down your entire body with them and skin so that there's nothing. There's no germs. And those made my skin super sticky and it was hot summer time and so I stuck to my sheets and I couldn't move already but now I was sticking to the sheets and still couldn't move it was oh my gosh I've never been more mad I literally wanted to rip my bed apart and I couldn't sleep and I had to wake up at like four in the morning it was all around a bad experience so I decided to get up and color some do some meditative coloring (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which didn't last long. Which didn't last long. Because I had the, all these coloring books that I was going to bring to the hospital. So I sat down and colored and then I got really sad. And I think, calls me. <laughs> so I call Ava and I think you can like speak to that story because I feel like it's funnier from your perspective. <laughs> Basically, from my perspective, she calls me and I just hear nothing and then she just starts crying <laughs> and i was like this is like bd and i'd say we both don't we're not the type of people that like i don't cry often or like often. yeah we don't just portray emotions <laughs> that's something else did we mention it in this retake or not like i'm not sure i don't know i'll just say it now but like we get along as friends very well because mm-hmm. we're like both the same in that way of when we get upset, which is not like genuinely upset about mm-hmm. something, it doesn't last long. And mm-hmm. it's basically consists of crying for about mm, three minutes and then <laughs> laughing because we were crying. Yeah. Because we're like, what on earth? What on earth? But basically this was happened to Vidi and she was just like upset and annoyed and uncomfortable. And she- and you, let's think about the good reasons why she would be upset the day before. Maybe because she was getting surgery and it was scary. That would be a good reason. But not the reason. But not the reason. Basically, it was not anything I thought she was going to be upset about. It was stupid. She calls me... And all she says is, I'm going to miss my hips. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me. She said, um, why? <laughs> I was like, what? You're going to miss, like, the hips that have been causing you pain and trauma the past <laughs> however many, like, three years of your life. And now you're telling me you're going to miss them? Like, no. Goodbye, <laughs> hips. We don't want them anymore. Yeah. And, I mean... I don't feel this way anymore, and I'm not sure if this is going to make sense to any of you, but I guess I was just, like, upset that my body had failed me. Like, these hips are supposed to last you for your life. They're supposed to carry you through your experiences, whatever. And I just felt like, like, obviously I knew it wasn't my fault. Like, I wasn't mad at myself, but I was just sad that I- It was upsetting, I guess. Yeah, like, it was upset that I couldn't help myself. 
Yeah. And so... And so then, but then I started laughing and I said, you know what? It's okay because they're going to go and live in toxic waste. (laughs) On an island drinking pina coladas. (laughs) That's what I said the last time. And Ava told me it was gross. And then I told her that I, I told my mom the same thing and she didn't find it funny either. So maybe it's not as funny as I think it is. That's why I'm the favorite child. Yeah. (laughs) Leave a comment if you, (laughs) if you think that these should be recorded (laughs) purely for Ava's hand motions. (laughs) Oh, I think I also imitated the limp at one point. Yeah. It's yeah, but it's okay. It's all gone. Will you play field hockey come 2021? I think yes. I'm actually getting recruited for lacrosse. Mm, me too. <laughs> Anyways, just disclaimer, I'm nowhere near the sports field. <laughs> but you never Unless know. Unless it's gym drill day. <laughs> I'm also not near the field on that day. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so next day, surgery. I woke up early in the morning. My mom and I drove to Philadelphia where my surgery was, and we parked in this parking garage, and there was no parking by the hospital. It was a block away. And you can talk a little bit about this just because. Oh, yeah. I think Something I, I kind of came up with last time, very. The first time. In two times ago. Me. Two recordings ago, exactly. just to be clear. During this lock of a walk. Mm-hmm. I rhymed. <laughs> that was from the car to the hospital. I was about to say hotel. From the car from the hospital. It was a hotel. It was a luxurious experience. <laughs> In this like block walk that I feel like on a normal day, Beatty would totally be able, not totally be able to. I mean, yeah, she'd be able to do it. Like, no. I wouldn't compl- complain. No complaints, like, no tears. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> but. I don't know. She'd be able to do it. Basically, what Ava is saying is that I knew that there was going to be relief soon. And so I was like your body gave up on her, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, like no more. There's a breaking point that you reach. And so I think that I think I was there and I knew that it was going to be fixed soon. So I didn't have any tolerance for it. I was also off my pain meds, which really took the edge off (laughs) for a lot of different things. So I was just all around not having a good time. And then Corona happened, like obviously. So I could only have one of my parents there. Nobody could come visit me in the hospital. So that was just kind of like a weird experience. But I went upstairs and um, I walked into the recovery room and there was just a wall of people who were like half asleep on these cots who were old, who had just gotten their knees or hips replaced. And they all looked at me like, um, are you in the wrong? Are you in the wrong room? And I looked at my mom and I was like, okay, well, this is where I die. Like, it was so scary. It was like, I don't think I was nervous for the surgery, but that creeped me out. Yeah, I mean. And then they let my mom... Like, my mom couldn't stay all the way through the process of pre-op. So she had to leave, and then they gave me an epidural, which was just giant needle down my back. <sighs> yeah, I got the epidural, and then I passed out a little bit. But I woke up just right... a little bit. <laughs> I woke up right before they started, and it was like... It looked like a scene straight out of Grey's Anatomy. Everyone was in these giant blue suits. Scrubs. It was kind of freaky, and then I... Yeah. The only thing I remember from that is seeing a line of blue, and this lady was wearing her engagement ring on a, on a necklace. That's all I remember from that. Whoa. Isn't that weird? Oh, because I guess they can't, like... No, but, like, that was the only thing. It was like my eyes were lenses of a camera. Like, everything was unfocused except for this lady's engagement ring That's on her so freaky. necklace. Yeah. And then she's out like a light. And, and then she was out like later. a light and woke up five hours later. But you can talk about what happened during that five hours because you were awake. And okay. I was chilling asleep. <laughs> I was awake. <laughs> what? We had your mom text me and Izzy Woo. <laughs> and just throughout the surgery, she was like, first hip done. Yeah. We were like, yeah, go baby. And then she was like, she's awake. And we were like, yeah, go baby. Yeah. What the doctor had told Beatty after her surgery was that. Or that he'd. So, sorry. Just like something okay. that's funny is that in. I'm not sure if you guys have 
had like family members or been in a waiting room while someone's having surgery. But apparently, Ava talks a lot about getting her tonsils out in the previous outtakes. I really wish you could have related to her with her tonsils. <laughs> it was funny the first time. It's probably not anymore. Or the first time. We're talking okay. like they've heard the other two. Um, but it's like a pay phone so the doctor he did one they did one hip right and there's like he's the main doctor but there are other people so i guess the other people were like t- finishing one hip and he came out and he picked up a payphone and my mom got a call and it was like through a while they were talking about my hip which i thought was kind of i think it's kind of weird and they he basically told her that i mean you can go ahead on this part he had told these moms not expecting it to be as bad as it was. Mm-hmm. It was black and blue and bruised and just like the... He was surprised at how much yeah. I was walking on it. He was surprised that I could still walk. Mm-hmm. And he was surprised that I hadn't alarmed anyone. Right. Do you know what I mean? But I had no idea that that wasn't... Like I knew that it wasn't... That wasn't normal. Right. Like, she was chilling. Yeah, I was chilling. It's a good thing that we did it when we did it because he was... He, he thought that in the next six months after that, I would not have been able to walk at all. Like I would have been mm. in a wheelchair. Take that doctor who told you to wait till 20 i'm kidding <laughs> could be sued for that i feel like <laughs> anyways the surgery was supposed to take about two hours i think and i think it took about four yeah it took quite some time and i played fortnite the entire time <laughs> i wasn't nervous were you nervous i was nervous for you yeah <laughs> but i also like i didn't want to tell you i was nervous because i yeah. knew you weren't really and i was like if i tell her i'm nervous and she might be nervous so like let's just keep this to myself and yeah but i think also you not being nervous made me less nervous and if you were to be right and the surgery went fine i felt really good afterwards played some rock paper scissors with my mom a lot of rock paper scissors and i think she told me this recently she only did the same one like she only did like rock or whatever <laughs> but i kept doing different ones every time and i don't think i ever realized that she hadn't changed they tested out my nerves so they make you like push your feet up and down to make sure you can move them and they were really surprised at how much movement i had so i felt really good about that after surgery went fine and then i went to sleep and i still had my epidural in they told me that i could lay on my side because who can fall asleep on your back I sleep on my stomach. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing that I I couldn't sleep on my stomach for weeks afterward. Really? Because my incisions were on the front. Mm, and that was interesting. So I thought you weren't supposed to sleep on your stomach. I'm like, you can't breathe. But I don't know. So I slept on my side, and at 4 a.m. I woke up and I could not feel my entire right leg. I could not feel it when I was touching it, and I couldn't move it. Like in my mind, I felt like I was moving my toes, and nothing was happening. And then on pain meds, all hopped up. I remembered this doctor saying that one of the scary parts is that you could end up with a limp leg. So casually, I freaked out. (laughs) Casually. Casually. So that was scary. And then because of that, I told them to take out the epidural, which meant that then I didn't have any pain meds six hours after surgery. surgery. So I had to stay a couple days. But after that, my recovery was pretty easy. Yeah. And then... And then we went to Cambridge. I feel like we're forgetting stuff, but... We totally are. I'm sorry. Something that we talked about in the first one was that I just assumed that recovery was going to be easy and that I was going to walk out of surgery and my walk was going to be totally normal. I mean, Which it was, was normaler, I feel like, already. It was definitely better. Like, I walked out better than I walked in, but I just assumed I was going to be able to run. I assumed that I was going to be able to fly. Yep. Like, everything would just go back to normal. And for the most part, it did. But I still had to learn how to walk again. Yeah. A month after, three So, my surgery after. was May 26. We went in the end of June. So, like, a month after the surgery, we went on vacation for a bit. It was just, like, a long weekend. Mm-hmm. But we went to Cambridge at a house by the water. And, like, BD was able to do everything 
that like we went biking, we went paddleboarding and kayaking, we went on walks around the area, and like Beatty was able to do all of it just as well as like Izzy and I were able to. <laughs> Granted, being as good on a bike as Izzy is <laughs> a low bar, but I think Cambridge was just like a place for me to be normal and like do normal things. So that was fun. Yeah. There was something that Ava said to me on that oh, yeah. trip that I so, don't remember telling her, but right. apparently I was nice for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, so background, I get super excited at every little thing. Yeah, especially after her surgery, just Mm -hmm. like being able to do things like crossing her legs and jumping and running and playing tag. It's so fun, like find more joy in like doing tiny things, big moments. It sometimes, does that make sense? Like when I got my hand motion back and I opened a can for the first time, or I think I opened a bottle at school. You opened a bottle at school. I I was like, it was so exciting. I got so excited. And I think I first, when I first did a handstand after my surgery, I was a gymnast before I was sick. And it was the first time I did a handstand in three years. And I was like, anyways, so talk about you don't remember saying this thing to me, but it really resonated with me. Yeah. Well, I guess you say it because I basically I said, I think she said something along the lines along the lines of you've always been a happy person, but it just seems like your smile isn't like hiding pain anymore. Oh, so poetic. (laughs) I cried after the surgery as soon as I got out. Do you remember? You told me that. I have videos of me being like, you had less pain directly out of hip surgery than you had before. Yeah. like, Like, Brushing my teeth in 2018. Kind of cray. Crazy. And with that, thank you guys for listening. I know this episode was super chaotic and (laughs) I apologize for that. This is our now, this last part is our fourth take of this episode. So I apologize for all the technological errors. Shout out to Adobe, whatever this is, for crashing nine times, but it's okay. Shout out to my computer skills, really. (laughs) Okay. And on that note, everyone. Bye. Bye. (laughs)